Here we go. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Your boy. Episode. I'm going to switch it up every time, I feel like. Okay. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah. Episode. 193. Man, we getting closer to that 200, man. And all I can think about is we were supposed to be doing our 200 pod live from somewhere. But uh, don't look like we that's going to happen. Yeah, if we do it live from anywhere, it's gonna be live from the park, and that <laughs> that, that ain't enough for two hundred. So yeah, 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 that's, that's not the way. That's not the way, man. <laughs> Fellas, what y'all get into this week? Man, I had a regular week working, still doing my edible arrangements, slinging this fruit, and uh, still out here doing the uh, cold storage during the week. So I had a normal week. Um. Kids is uh, you know, found out they're gonna be home the rest of the year. So, so they kind of, you know, my 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 oldest is, she tripped out because the next time she'll be back in the school, she'll be in junior high. So she missed all her mm. sixth grade graduation and sixth grade get honored. And they they have a thing at their school where they're like the last day of school. The sixth graders like march through the halls and everybody class form for moving on. So. Those little sixth grade things she's missing, but uh, you know, life is life. Everybody, everybody got to go through something in life, so this is what they're going through, I guess. All right, <laughs> Dizzle. Uh, um, there was actually some action this week, man. So uh, what? It was like some quarantine action. It wasn't nothing like I didn't do anything, but shit happened. So like, uh, we found out we got a mouse in the. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife is freaking out, man. I only saw it one time. Said, I'm freaking out for you, bro. I'll do well with with. Oh, yeah. But y'all got the cat, man. This cat lazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up at like five in the morning watching cartoons, and I see something moving in the corner of my eye, and I'm thinking it's the cat. When I, <laughs> when I turn over, the mouse sees me, see him. And just runs up under the little heater that we got. So I ain't seen it since. But we, <laughs> we don't have we don't have maintenance come through. They done put some like uh peanut peanut butter poison or something in certain like beside the oven and then under the heater. So we're gonna eventually nah, bruh, nah, bruh. That's not <laughs> the way. That's not what they wanna do. Trust me, this was y'all need to do, man. Now, this is, I learned this way back in the days, man, growing up in the hood. We had a little mouse issue. You don't want to get the pellets that'll kill them because they eat the stuff. They go die somewhere, and they start decomposing. Smell. <laughs> what you want to do is you want to get the sticky mouse traps, even though it's going to be, for me at least, it was all <laughs> hell. When the motherfuckers ran on that bitch and died. You got to pick that bitch up and throw it away. But that way, mm-hmm. the motherfuckers don't die somewhere in the wall or in the air vent or in your closet or something crazy like that. You're like, man, what's that smell? For months at a time trying to figure it out. Now, nah, you don't want to poison them, dog. You want to get them on that, on that sticky trap. Just get you a BB gun, I ain't bro. Worried about it. Shit, <laughs> you going to be worried about that smell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping we out of here and never see the mouse ever again. We only got a few <laughs> more months. 
So what? So what happens as a pet owner when you buy poisons to put in the house to catch rodents? Like, 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 <laughs> like, don't that concern Whoa. you that that that's your cat might you know dip in that peanut butter one good time? And so we've been keep like it's under the the heater. It is. I don't think there's a way for the cat or the dog to even oh, get like close to it because you gotta got take you. apart the heater to get to the the little trap. Okay. We was thinking about getting one of them old school mouse traps because my mama got a few of those and I actually stepped on one on accident. She didn't tell me she had them. And um, I was just using the old school, you know, the brown trap with the little metal thing because some cheese mm-hmm. in the middle. And uh, she said that worked for her, but we can't do that shit because my cat will get fucked up. Right. <laughs> Thomas Jerry style, man. Man, for me, man, I've been heavy, heavy, heavy Netflix, man. Like more than quarantine netflix man we watched uh <laughs> that show uh black as fuck on netflix Trash. um the same no it was good <laughs> it was good man uh it's from the guy that created a, a grownish uh blackish mixedish mixedish <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was, it, it was it, yeah he created it he starring in it uh uh, it's pretty funny, man. I fucks with it. So we crushed that this week. Uh, we just finished this uh, documentary on Netflix, How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Fucking insane. Crazy how our judicial system is so trash. And is that the one let... with the with the people in, in Massachusetts or whatever? Yeah, the the... yeah man. I, yeah. I watched that. That thing is powerful. Those those two Crazy. doctors changed the game, literally. So. Right, she was in there getting <laughs> lifted, boy. Super <laughs> right. lifted. Damn, yeah, she ran through the whole gamut of drugs. She was yeah. off the hook. So ran through all that this week. Um, what else happened this week, man? Both, oh both man, Fred happened. the Godson. Oh, how'd you partake? Did you have a good time, sir? Not really. I mean, I was at work <laughs> most, most of the day. And then you come home and be like, oh, yeah, it's 420. And then, you know, you might start partaking. But then that uh, Jeopardy come on. And that's usually my first yawn of the evening. So it just, it wasn't really no, it wasn't like the being out of town or being in Vegas a couple years ago. So, All right. But. So my question as a person that partakes like yourself. So yeah, what's yeah. the difference between any other day and 420? Just the reason to go harder. <laughs> That's it. That's it. The whole month. It's uh four twenty <laughs> since it's twenty twenty and it's April. April twenty. So you got yeah. all month. Yeah, people got- been doing that. <laughs> people been well, spending shoot, their stimulus man. check the wrong way. Oh wait. Hey shoot, <laughs> that's what Boosie said. Boosie said the trap is jumping right now. He said, <laughs> right. You, you making money hand over fist because people bored out of their minds. So. Right. Hey man, do what you, you got to do, I guess. But uh, shoot, man, Fred the Godson passed away. Complications with yeah, so. Rona. Yeah. Another one. I All wasn't right, super. Gonna... Go yeah, I'm about to say I wasn't super, super, super like into it as far as him as an artist. But I definitely caught the Hot 97 freestyle. Yes. And sir. and didn't know. I had to put the name to the face. You know, I had to be like, oh, that's that dude. And I knew when I saw the picture that that was a dude from Hot 97 who did one of my favorite 97 freestyles that I've ever seen. Like, he was he was pretty dope. So, sad, sad, sad that the Rona got somebody in the game, man. Yeah, man. I uh, can't front like I 
I listened to any of his projects, but I always caught his freestyle, and the boy was nasty. Craziness, man. Yeah. Also, what else happened? Draymond. Draymond was talking yet again. Uh-oh. He can't keep he can't keep KD name out his mouth, man. What is up with him? Now I'm a big Draymond Green fan, man, but why does he keep bringing up KD at every turn, man? Shit, that's I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have I honestly have no idea. I think he uh, he is setting himself up though to be the to be the next. Charles Barkley, once he retires, he's definitely going to be on some type of talk show, being mm-hmm. an ESPN analyst, all these hot takes. Like, we're talking about what he said, and we don't do that a lot about athletes. You know, he got to play on the court, and he's enough of a enough drama off the court for us to be talking about him. He's setting himself up. I've always wondered with a personality, personality like his, do you reach a certain point in life where, you know, you got, you know, you, you don't talk your shit to every basketball game growing up from, you know, youth to where you are now as an NBA player, you don't talk your shit. So I'd be wondering, do you reach a point where you got so much money and so much wealth that you almost want to kick back and laugh at yourself on social media or laugh at the fact that people are talking about you or get off, got get your rocks off per se, that you are the person that is in the news that they are, you know, dissecting what you say all the time and some people get yeah. off on that like everybody know the the hooper that can't shut up and but he can hoop you know and you pick him up anyway but he gonna talk shit and you might get into a fight or you might have to break up a fight <laughs> but everybody know that dude that just love to talk and i think draymond is just that he just love to be in it and no matter what it is yeah i guess that's his motivation man but uh, i watched the whole interview that he did man granted like some of the stuff that people were bashing him for at first earlier in the week, he was asked questions and he was answering questions. But the KD stuff was just, I'm about to say this as well. You know, so that's why it's always KD this, KD that, KD this. Like, dude, it's over, man. He should have let us know that he wasn't going to come back. <laughs> like, well, what? Jobs don't tell you when they about to fire you. Like, you know what I'm saying? The right. GM don't tell a player when they about to get traded, man. He got every right in the world to be like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then when he figure out what he want to do, he can bounce. You know, I just, it was just, and with talking about KD at every chance he get, man. Every time somebody put a microphone in his face, he feel like he got to say something about KD. Well, battles this week, man. At least I didn't see no battles. Did y'all see any battles? Um... I tagged you in something I thought. Oh, I, it wasn't a battle. It was, um, shit, who was it? It was, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. It was, oh, uh. Oh, Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, there you go. Jermaine and Dupree. Dallas Austin. Yeah, and Dallas Austin. They um kind of came with a different format idea of they picked the song that they wanted each other to play. So, like, Dallas Austin would, would say, he would play a song and then want the story about how that song was created. So it was really yeah. dope to hear because they did a lot of, uh, Dallas Austin got a lot of songs with a lot of people. He got Gwen Stefani, he got Pink, he got, you know, all the TLC wave and I mean, he got a lot of shit. So it was dope just to hear. Uh, he, they picked other songs. It was mostly the R&B hip hop, but they also tapped into some songs that we, that people wouldn't know that Dallas Austin did. 
And then in return, it was dope to hear JD talk about, you know, one of the best, arguably one of the best albums ever put together. You know, some of them Usher albums that Jermaine Dupree was a part of, a lot of the songs that were played, uh, he got to tell some pretty dope stories you hear about kind of like, you know, some of the confession songs that he wrote, um, you know, was literally girlfriends he was dealing with telling him shit and he went to the studio and made a song about it, you know, and it was like, <laughs> just kind of dope to hear some of the back end stories of some of the timeless records of my youth. So that one was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I saw a couple clips from it. I had the rest of it on YouTube, man. But what I want to know from y'all, man, who y'all want to see battle? Who y'all want to see go 20 songs back to back to see for y'all? You better not say Soldier Boy. <laughs> I wasn't only going to say Soldier Boy, but I was the <laughs> trying to figure out who Bow Wow would go head to head against. And niggas said Lil Romeo. Like, why would Bow Wow go what? Lil Romeo? That's like that's disrespectful to even think Romeo's in any sort of category as Bow Wow. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Bow Wow guy in the world, but come on, man. Bow Wow would crush that dude. Like, I guess a, a Bow Wow Soldier Boy would be pretty entertaining. That would make but more sense. Yeah, it make a lot more sense. But like, come on, Bow Wow got hits on hits for days, man. It's so right. I can't run on him like that, man. But now on the no. real though, I was I was trying to do uh Pharrell and Kanye. I feel like producers are are a little more entertaining than than having artists just play their top songs. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I will say to artists, if we're gonna do artists playing top songs, I want it to be like Fab versus T.I. Somebody that got decades of music and we can go through and really, you know, have a battle of who has some hits. But most of the time I I feel like this will say the producers have been way more entertaining. The ones that, you know, got the stories about different artists doing different things at different times and, and telling yeah. kind of the, 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 the time stamp of what that day and week or whatever time period it took to make that, that record. So those have been way more entertaining. Yeah, for me, man, uh, uh, I want to see Nelly versus Ja Rule if we're going to go with some uh, rappers versus rappers. That's a good I one. think that would be super dope. Man, I'm thinking, man, who 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 really want to battle Mary J. Blige? That's what like, I'm saying. Not, it, ain't, it, it ain't too many people. You don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that, man. That's almost like a guarantee L. Like, especially like if she's going up against another female artist, mm -hmm. she like who will she go up against? Like female wise. Mariah, I guess. That'd be that'd be a good one. But Mary J got so many hits that she gotta go against a dude because that would be the only comp. Nah, Mariah Carey, that was a that was a, the perfect matchup because they on the same caliber. I would say. I would. You think you think you think, you think Timbaland and Pharrell would be a good one? Pharrell, uh, Pharrell's another monster, man. He is. For real, I, I, I ain't no for real. I mean, shoot, they, they both. <laughs> <laughs> so he definitely <laughs> is a monster. He definitely got hits. And I know for sure that Timbo got pop songs, too. You know, he did stuff with Timberlake. He done stuff with Nelly Furtado. So he can yeah. jump in both, both lanes as well. Another one I would want to see, I would want to see a West Coast, because I don't think there's been any West Coast producers out there on the verses yet, so 
So I want to see Daz versus DJ Quick on the uh, producer side because yeah, there's so yeah. many songs that Daz produced that people don't even know about that they automatically give the credit to Dr. Dre. But if you actually read the notes, like all the Tupac stuff that was made on Death Row was produced by Daz. Like, and, and DJ Quick got so many songs out there that people don't even know he produced from stuff with Tony, Tony, Tony. Just so many hidden joints, man. So I would love to see mm. something like that. Some get some love to the West Coast. I'm just Dizzle, glad we. This is all looking pressed, though. This is all looking pressed. <laughs> Not a. Well, I, ain't, <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would check that one out, though. I'm not gonna go front with you. This is where you learn, brother. This is where you learn. I'm about to I say tw- the highlights. <laughs> 2020 has become a like. <laughs> I be hoping for these live unsung is what I call them. They like they like yeah. they they like a story within a story, but it's also like that Teddy Riley and Babyface. You know, there was moments where you know the shots was flowing way too hard for me to be at home by myself looking at my cell phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was it, it, it was way too much of a vibe in here for me to be that hype over you know some social media shit. But that's right. the times we in right now, so. If they're going to do them, though, they got to be quality. Because I don't want to get to where we would get into, you know, trying Pleasure to see what Jay... <laughs> Pleasure, please, yeah. Jay Holiday. You know? uh, <laughs> no, oh, man. Did y'all ever watch that one with Pleasure, P? Did it happen? I don't I, know if it happened or not. It never popped up on my timeline. I was going to say, <laughs> nope. I, I never got wind of it. <laughs> it must have been over real quick. But they right. up the bar though. The Teddy Riley and Babyface, bro, they up the bar. I know they was talking about uh Dr. Dre versus Diddy. That's another yeah, that's yeah. another banger that I would definitely tune in if it was Dre versus versus Diddy, because I know they got decades on decades of, of classics. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. That'll be super dope. But Dizzle, man, I missed your set on IG. Where was you at on IG? Where was you at? <laughs> Facebook? Where was you at? I was on I missed it. I was taking a nap. I was on both of them things. Look like you was uh wasn't practicing social distancing at your crib though. <laughs> so I know, bro. My my brother, my brother was drunk as hell. But uh He was Teddy only- Riley hype man drunk. I almost had to tell him, I almost had to tell him like, yo, yo bro, let, let the song play a little bit, bro. Like he was, he was he from Florida, so he talking over the track country, just like he was killer vibes week one for sure. That's why I was watching. <laughs> That's yes. why I was watching. <laughs> from beginning to end. <laughs> Because when I tuned in, wow. I, I, I'm not going to lie. When I tuned in, within, like, two minutes, I text Kev, like, Dizzle is live. This shit turned. So then I, <laughs> I, I come back to the live, and he just going, like, he just going, going, energy, energy. And I'm like, you know what? I got to send Dizzle something. So I send you something. Like, take take a shot. But they were just so live that, you know, it must have <laughs> I didn't even see it. that. Yeah, didn't even see it or whatever. But I was... I, I was like, take a shot, and I, I sent you something. But I was vibing with y'all because the energy was just like, now I, I got to see it from the other end. Like, not being the guy that's drunk and provi- <laughs> providing the energy. Yeah. I didn't have to see the laugh from the outside in. So now I get full circle while y'all was laughing so hard. We won killer vibes. Yeah. Killer definitely vibes. definitely get it. What well, made you want to go live, Dizzle? Uh, the stars aligned, man. Cause I wasn't planning on doing it, but I'm like, I ain't doing shit. I ended up calling off of work 
Friday and Saturday. We already had the alcohol. Uh, my brother was over. So shit, shit just lined up. So I, I ain't had shit to do yesterday. I'm like, all right, let's just let's just make it happen. Some early shit. Yeah, that shit was live. Like I, don't know, I, got, I got a couple tips. I, I didn't even, I didn't even know you sent anything. You said what, Dizzle? I said I, I said I got a, a couple cash apps. I didn't even know you sent anything. Oh, I yeah. I, I think I made 10 bucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit counts, dog. Yeah, man. Killer, you went live, of course. But you yeah, went on I Facebook mean, this week. I did. I switched it up. I, uh, so... This was the the week that everybody in the world took a bye week, and I went ahead and changed my time from eight to seven, trying to catch the nine o'clock. Whoever gonna go live Saturday night, which didn't happen. So, uh, <laughs> but I um I've been trying to stick stick to themes, trying to just people been kind of saying what they you know I would like for you to do one like this, and I kind of like take the challenge on. So this week was old school. And I didn't want to just leave it at old school because where I can just play whatever. I kind of wanted to challenge myself to stick to 80s to 05. So I kind of had to challenge and, and you know test my palate and figure out what uh what, what songs made the cut to 79 or 80 or 81 or 82, you know, all that. So I uh, took the time this week to do that and um, made sure I – Shared it with the people at work. They uh, we we listen to a lot of music at work, so I made sure that uh, they all tuned in. It, it turned into like a after work. I noticed like literally everybody that I work with was on there at one point. We have a coworker that turned forty this weekend, so we was all celebrating her, and uh, it was a good time. And I had a really good good uh, turnout. A lot of people came through. I had one of my bigger numbers as far as you know killer vibes is concerned, as far as people checking in. So. All is well. Every Saturday night, killer vibes. <laughs> Come through. Man, y'all, uh, I mean, technically, if things go, quote, unquote, by this time next week, we will be allowed to go back out. Y'all ready for that? Hell no, man. <laughs> so the only thing I, I'm ready for, but now the more I think about it, I'm not ready for is a motherfucking haircut, man. Like the, mu- <laughs> the 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 mustache is starting to feel like ha- hairs are spinning up like the little twist ups and shit like <laughs> like that's what that shit starting to feel like on my face yeah so so I like but I want a haircut but then I think about all the people that gonna want a haircut where they live mm-hmm. who they've been exposed to. Who done maybe went through a little episode of thinking they good, or do we know that if you had it once, you immune to it again? Like we don't know none of this. It's all new. So I'm concerned about like some of my best friends are barbers. So I'm concerned about, you know, just even putting myself in that number of am I gonna go get a haircut when when outside's open or am I gonna continue to wait? Like I don't see me getting a cut to my birthday, and that's July 31st. You know what I'm saying? So about to be a rough, rough 2020 for your boy. I'm with you 100. percent I'm with you, man. Uh, I know my barber that I share with the homie Stefan was doing house calls, so that's mm-hmm. one strike. Strike two is when things reopen, everybody and their mama gonna want to get a haircut. So that's strike two. Like you said, you don't know where they've been, how they feeling. 
I mean, a barber, like he all up in your personal space. Yeah, there <laughs> you know is no saying? social distancing when they wind up your yeah. mustache. <laughs> yeah, so that, and then so I'm thinking what. Well, I'm thinking June, July, Fourth of July weekend might go get a haircut. Like man. that's how I'm feeling, man. Like I need everybody to go get theirs, make sure everybody cool before I can be out there, man. So I'm be. I'm be cleaning it up underneath, <laughs> just keeping it as as clean as I can. But yeah, I can't do it off the bat, man. What about you, Dizzle? I ain't shit, man. <laughs> my, my barber has literally been on Instagram making house calls, has not stopped a day. He's still been going to the gym. He got a personal trainer who <laughs> who is training whoever else. I don't even know, but he has not stopped the lick. So Damn. I'm good. My job as uh, at, at Synchrony has said that they not uh they not bringing us back until at least June, and when they start bringing, and when they start bringing people back, it's on a voluntary basis. So if I don't want to go back, I don't gotta go back probably until middle of the summer. So right. there's no need for a haircut. Like I literally, my best friend smokes out of L.A. and he has been, you know, he cut off the. He's a barber, but he he cut it off. Like he ain't cut, he ain't making no house calls. He's straight introvert and loving it. Like he's straight at the crib, getting his stuff done, doing his own thing. And he's able to, you know, get that done. And I told him, like, bro, I might look for the $120 flight to LA. And while I'm there, I need a cut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I might come through for the weekend. We ain't gonna go nowhere because LA like a damn epicenter of this shit. It seems like, yeah. But yeah. but I don't really want to go. Like, it's, it, it. I feel bad. My one of my best friends is a barber, and I love to put bread in his pocket anytime I can. You know, what I'm saying that, that that's his livelihood, and just like a DJ, you know, I get that hustle for yourself, working mentality, and uh. But I got three kids and a wife too. I can't, you know, I can't risk somebody me or my household you know we don't have the space to if one of us get it all of us got it you know what i'm saying it ain't gonna right. be no it ain't gonna be no oh they they can quarantine over there for two weeks like we don't <laughs> we don't have that kind of space so i'm trying to avoid it at all costs absolutely man you talk about cheap flights to la man uh every so often i go ahead and look at that vegas life man we could Right now, you can book uh, a four-day stay at the Palazzo for uh, six hundred bucks. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Too bad the city ain't open though. Exactly. Go out there and turn up for the for the low low. I would love to I'm get not. out there, but uh, I don't think I'm gonna be getting on no plane no time soon, man. I, can't I saw do a it, video though. where people are people are are trying to like time up when outside opens up to these discounts in Vegas. So people are booking trips like <laughs> look. Let's shoot for June twentieth and hope we jump it. You know, like let's try to lock it in right. this price. So people are definitely looking on Vegas to try to get the discount. So I might I just think about no casino because everything is hand to hand. You you yeah. pulling slot machines, touching chips, dollars, think, like everything. Think about the crap tables and the roulette tables. How it's shoulder to shoulder. You yeah yeah. It's, woo. Yeah, it's real out there, man. Shoot, it's real down there in Georgia right now in Atlanta. They opened up everything. They had lines around the block at the barbershop, nail salon. Uh, the strip club was jumping yesterday. Like, they Whoa, opened up the state, the and they went crazy. Up. Oh, they <laughs> open, open. Bruh, hold open. on. Why the strip open? Club. 
script. Georgia is open for business, bro. You can Strokers on lane. Atlanta traffic is back. <laughs> yeah, boy, they out here. They out here wild. And I mean, you know, I get it, man. Cats been in the house, man. But it, I mean, it's been rough, but it ain't that bad that I'm willing to go out there and be have ass in my face all day and just be <laughs> right. acting like we were in the house for a whole month. Like, you know, like we both, all three of us said that once we can go outside, we ain't going outside like that. We're going to go out for necessary reasons and come back in the house because it ain't my, that serious. My 11-year-old just yesterday came to me and said, Dad, I haven't left the neighborhood since the day I got back from camp and I had a hair appointment. She got her hair done like one of the last days before the state started all the shutdown stuff. So, and she hasn't been anywhere. Like she ain't been in the car. She ain't been to the store. She like my my kids have been home. And you start putting four, five, six weeks on a child to be in the crib, and all they do is go outside and play with their little sister and chalk. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't really going to the park to swing. They ain't going to the park to mingle with kids. So it's been a whole like. The household in general is definitely starting to get the cabin fever where, you know, you don't want to make a, 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 a reckless mistake on the simple fact of you being just cabin fevered up and you're like, oh, bet, let's all go here or let's just go do it. And then somebody get, like we don't know if it's going to last in the summer. They're saying it could be worse in the winter. Like we don't know what the you know outcome will be of this. It's not just going to be this is what we're dealing with for the first half of 2020 and then we never see it again. It's just going to continue to be, unfortunately, I think, our new normal. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I was talking to my mom. She was talking about how the second spike of it in November going to be worse than this one is. And that she could foresee us doing, like, a quarantine, like, every year. Like, you know, mm-hmm. all right, every starting January 15th through February 15th, everybody got to be quarantined. From now on, like, like something crazy like that, because the way this virus is acting and it's going to morph into other things, too. So it's crazy, mm-hmm. man. Be safe out there, people. Please be safe. Definitely. We had the NFL draft over the weekend. Sports uh, talk. Let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> let's we go. Sport. We had 10, 10 Ohio State Buckeyes drafted, like about five others. Signed the uh, undrafted free agent. Ten and a half. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the first pick. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Ten point five Ohio State Buckeyes drafted. Another five of them signed free agent deals with teams. Man, Buckeyes jumping. Uh, yeah. uh what you think about the moves y'all teams made? But Dizzle, you don't have a team though, right? You just no, roll with whatever black black quarterback is doing, right? Exactly, and uh, whoever's on my fantasy team, and it's usually a black QB, so, yeah. So, so what I'll say about the draft, though, real, real the quick. The, yeah, the Bengals, we, we, you know, first two picks, I'm very, I'm very, no, first three picks, I'm very happy with. You know, we, we, uh, I thought we was going to pass on a, you know, quote-unquote best available when we got uh, was it the Higgins, the receiver? Yep. I just felt like you know that wasn't necessarily a priority like other positions, but to get him with AJ healthy and to get a quarterback that I could throw and run and you know, I like I like I like the thought process. What I don't like about the draft is 
I get how they were trying to, you know, everybody's at home. We're going to try to show y'all some of the, they kind of half-assed it to me. Like, if you're going to go in, if, if you're going to go inside Belichick's house, let me hear Belichick say something about his pick. Like, let me hear some of the thought process. Other never going to get that. You're never, you're never going to get it, right? But they sure sold the gym like we're going to be inside Goodell's dungeon of his man cave basement. and Like, man. He stood in front of a monitor like like they do on every set in 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 in, in, in uh, sports center studios anyway. It's all monitors with pictures on it anyway. So I just wanted more from the home experience than seeing what I, what it looked like to me white <laughs> dudes buying black people. Like that, that's what that shit felt like. We got a we got a couple of in house experiences though. I know y'all seen yeah, it. Yeah, I seen it. I mean, <laughs> there's a couple of them, man. Mama we, we got, we got some funnies. Yeah, we, we definitely <laughs> got the funnies. I just wanted more of the of the business of the draft. I wanted to see kind of like more than just, you know, somebody sitting at a computer and then high-fiving their kids when they pick the one they wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this dude wanted uh, MTV Cribs edition of the NFL Hell draft. Hell yeah, let's, <laughs> let's spice this thing on up. That's what I wanted. I Come on in. It. <laughs> Come on, let me show you the indoor pool, outdoor pool. Let me show you this. Let me show you that. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you, man. For my Steelers, man, I thought we did a solid job, man. I mean, you know, I really wanted us to get a quarterback because I think Ben is literally on his last leg. So we need a quarterback. We cannot go out there with Mason Rudolph and a dude named Duck Hodges. We got to get a quarterback, man. So I don't know what we're going to do, but we got to do something. Yeah, man. I, I just I, knew they was a grab. Yeah. I had a, I had every inkling in the world when I saw 49th pick, best available. I'm like, oh, he gonna be a stealer. Smoke calling me. Bro, I think we gonna get him, bro. I think we gonna get him. Man. Then I called him as soon as the pick came it. and he like, bro, we I'm about to be a bagels fan. Like, he was pissed. <laughs> so I he definitely pissed. wanted a quarterback. Man, I mean I like the fact. I like the fact we got another receiver, a big receiver, because we got all receivers just like five, five, ten. But a big receiver, we need that. But we needed a quarterback bad, man. That's yeah. that's my only thing, man. What y'all think about but Gronk, tonight? Man? Oh, I was about to say. Oh, yeah, I forgot about, about that. Twelve. Man, about listen, Gronk, he better uh better eat something, man. He lost like what they said. He lost like seventy pounds. Y'all here looking? Euro model status. He gonna be a, a tight end flex instead of a true tight end. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy what they got going on in Tampa. They giving Brady everything he want, everything. Yeah. They got his boy back. It's crazy. Shoot, they drafted more offensive linemen. They drafted a running back. They like, yo, we making a run at it. Uh, oh, Jameis yeah. just signed with the Saints as the back of the QB. It's crazy. NFL oh, be jumping. I didn't yeah. see that. What? Jameis Winston on the Saints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He signed, signed with the Saints. One year deal with the Saints. Hopefully, Drew Brees can teach him not how to throw the ball to the other team. If, <laughs> he, stopped, if he stopped doing that, he dope. But yeah, that's just, his biggest qualm. He throw more interceptions than anybody else. <laughs> hey, you want it? Just giving it away, dog. Giving yeah. it away. That's, so that's hopefully for the, for the NFL. Like I need the off season to have some action for me to get excited about the upcoming season. So you know Brady switching teams, 
some of these black quarterbacks switching teams getting opportunities. <laughs> I'm gonna be tuned in. I'm still waiting on Cam Newton though. Like, where Cam gonna land? Man, I don't Stillers. know, bro. Stillers. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just knew for sure that he was gonna sign with the Chargers. But why would the Chargers draft the quarterback and then not play him? Like, that's this ain't the the '80s where I, all right, man, we're gonna draft a quarterback. He's gonna sit for like three years and then he's gonna start. Like, you draft a quarterback in the first round, you can pretty you much start. That. Yeah. So I don't know where he's gonna end up. I mean, maybe the Steelers, maybe Jacksonville. I don't know. I mean, I would like him on the Steelers too. Like I said, with Big Ben, him being out of shape, him having Tommy John surgery, who knows how long he's gonna be able to play? Who knows if he's gonna be even make it through a season? Yeah. We're gonna need a man. Cam, come I- on to the black and yellow. I think Cam and Tomlin would be a good relationship. Yeah. I, I like shit. It. I mean. Uh, uh, yeah, and then we'll get yeah. this one for the Steelers. Y'all good. <laughs> <laughs> he got to get some action. I ain't rooting for him to be on the bench. I mean, <laughs> I'm, rooting play- I'm rooting for players. Being in the game, I, I can care less. Right. This here, boy. But last week, we had episode one and episode two of The Last Dance. Yeah. I know what I think. Y'all already know what I think. We want to know what you think, Dizzle. What did you think of episode one and two of The Last Dance? Um, nice highlights, you know. Like, I, I, from that, I'm sensing, like, yo, <laughs> nigga was pretty nice. He had some moves that made me like, oh, shit. Did he just, <laughs> he did some move where he, like, double pump, kind of held it in midair, got the end one on the on the, on the shot. I'm like, oh, that, that was sweet. Uh, did a couple other up and unders, you know, looking like a, a Kyrie out there. Very Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever disrespect anything. <laughs> Nah, man. Um, very excited about to watch, you know, episodes, what, three and four later tonight. I think they talk about Dennis Rodman. Um, I'm tuned in. This was the, the basketball fix that I needed. This was the, the Jordan. I did, Honestly, I, I remember the big Jordan moments growing up, but just being able to just watch him work, do his shit, it was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah for me, man, like, the, a lot of the stuff I, I knew before just from reading books and reading articles and stuff like about his younger career and everything like that. And, uh, you know, I've seen that highlight package against the Celtics a million times, man. But every time I watch it, it just gets better. And then just actually seeing highlights that I've never seen before, you know, is it, just dope. And then we getting all these backstories and everything like that. The whole Scottie Pippen signing like the worst contract I've ever heard of in my life. Like right. for such a great Ooh. player. That shit was I mean, I mean I we gotta understand like the, the money in basketball now is crazy compared to even what it was twenty years ago. But to actually, you know, whatever how you people rate Scottie Pippen to say like in that last year of his contract he was getting paid two million dollars and being Tony, like Tony uh, Kukoc, bro. Yeah, being like the hundred thirty more. <laughs> person, 
the league and you a top 10 player is just like crazy, man. Killer, what did you think? Man, I definitely enjoy every everything about it. Um, I I how do I say this? I wanted oh. I personally wanted more. Um, you know, they they kind of hyped you up with like we had a camera crew following them around for the entire season, but it feel like you know they doing nine or ten episodes and nine or ten stories not necessarily start to start to end what happened in 97 so i kind of wanted a full let me let me hear it all if you don't have this but you know i'm very very happy that i don't have to fight with this and nba finals on what i want to watch because this is Mm. supposed to be airing in june right around the time that you know it would have been some it would have been some are are you going to watch Mike on ESPN or are you going to watch game two on ABC? You know, so I'm glad that we got to necessarily focus on this because this, this kind of will, I I, I hope kind of just show Mike is, you know, the GOAT and it will kind of put a stamp on that, that, that everybody will see that Mike truly is the GOAT. Yeah, man, I was uh, <laughs> I saw that I ain't paying that dude no attention. Right. Man. Uh, I was listening to his podcast, and they say, like, what this uh week is about what Dennis Rodman and Phil, and then they got a um Steve Kerr like centric episode. Trash. So they say like they say like this nigga over here. <laughs> no, they say. You'll see why. You'll see why. You'll see why. Like, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but, like, for me, that type of stuff is very uh interesting about, like, the bond that how him and Michael Jordan actually got into a fist fight, why they got into a fist fight, um, and how to actually end up mending their relationships. Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. It's, it's pretty you, entertaining. I, have you watched them all? No, no, no. I just, I just know, I just know where it's going because I mean, I know where the story goes. But well, I, the I guys are talking about how it gets crazy and like probably about like episode six and seven. Like, like right now, all us Jordan fans is like, well, shit. This is stuff we knew. Like the stuff we don't know about him being a complete asshole, a complete dickhead to his teammates, and like that shit amps up like in like episode six and seven. So. It's like, yeah, yeah you heard, think you know, but you don't know type shit. I heard a certain way that, that you watch certain shows. I heard that this was a part of that way. So I didn't know if you if you knocked it out or not already. No, 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 no. Even if I could, I wouldn't because I wanna I wanna uh, watch it with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. that communal experience watching a show in real time, your phone blowing up. You talking, and you know what I'm saying, your siblings, and you talking to your homies about, like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember that game. Remember that shit? Yeah, that shit was crazy. Oh, remember that time you tried to dunk and you fucking broke your neck? All that type of shit. So, <laughs> like, that, that experience. My biggest thing, I got to figure out uh, what Jordans I'm wearing tonight. I got to hit up the closet and see what I'm rocking tonight for the for the show. <laughs> Man, it's a cold world to go from the room to the living room, and it's a thought. Yeah, you got to figure out. Yeah. Long walk. <laughs> right. Long walk you know what i'm saying kicking it in the living room kicking it in the dining room you know i'm just kicking it all around the chateau man when, when you gonna go live you gonna go live go live me yeah i don't never go I, what i need to go live for ain't nobody checking out my live 
Yeah, I go, we go live. We go live for the uh, 200 pod. That's when we can go live. <laughs> that works. Other than that, I'm, shoot. Wifey hate that. Uh, um, when I'm taping a pod in the living room, she'd be like, "Can you go in the bedroom?" <laughs> <laughs> this, this this is where I tape the pod, man. It is what it is, bro. But shoot, man. That's it, man. Unless y'all yeah. got something else that, that popped in y'all lives this high-quality week. <laughs> not not exactly. me, man. There it is, man. Well, shoot. Wrapping it up. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. And your boy. <laughs> <laughs> we out till next week. Peace. Peace.